Hi, welcome to The Incompatibles. I'm Lori. I'm Baron. I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I take my time. I get it done. I lean left. I lean right. I'm a dreamer. I like reality. I can read emotions. I know how to read a map. How do incompatibles make a life together? We've done it for 40 years. All right, so let's talk about how we like to watch TV and what entertains us. Because we have some incompatible preferences. (laughs) Yes, for sure. What do you like to watch on TV? All right, so when I'm watching TV, I want to escape my life a little bit and escape the problems and complexities of life. So probably a go-to for me would be a good sitcom. I mean, going way back to Cheers, I remember grieving when that show ended. And from there, Bob Newhart. So yeah, probably anchored in that when I was a kid, listening to my dad's belly laughs when we watched Bob Newhart, Mary Tyler Moore. And of course, you know that he inspired me to become a psychologist. Right. Nice autographed photo you have on your uh, desk. Yes, a gift from you, which was very sweet. When I got my first office in a high-rise downtown, like Bob Newhart, the image I developed from him, you somehow got Bob Newhart to sign a portrait and framed it for me. That was very sweet. Yeah, that was neat. So he was an inspiration. I like that show, too, a lot. But that's decades back for most people. So what do you like to watch now? I still like sitcoms. So, I mean, it's progressed. You know, Frasier, another, well, he was yeah, a psychiatrist. Yeah, I know. And that I know, I'm dating myself, but that's fine. Then on to How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang Theory. And I recently watched the whole New Girl series because I had missed that. That was still five years ago. What are you know, watching that's actually on now? So, I'm not finding a lot right now. What about but Elementary? I, I, I like actually, that show. It, yeah, it's Abbott Elementary. It's fun. Um, but I lately have been dialing way back to Dick Van Dyke's show. Yeah, that is way back. Yeah, and finding that, you know, there's something comforting. A a sitcom, what I like about a sitcom is that there'll be a problem, but in a half an hour, you know it's going to get resolved. Okay, so you just want it all wrapped up quickly. Yeah, I want a life that problems are solved just that easily. I mean, as a psychologist, I dig into complex problems. I'm interested in that as a psychologist, but I want something different, easier on my time off. Yeah, not me. I want a puzzle. Yeah. I like to watch mystery. So you got Shetland, Wallander, A Touch of Frost. I love that show. I watched all the seasons that was on for like 15 years. Yeah, you and your mom, there's this British mystery and your sisters. Yeah, anything with sort of a stark landscape and <laughs> uh, bad weather and a moody person who doesn't talk about their emotions and a corpse. And yeah. That's a good yeah. show for me. So yeah. talk about that because that flummoxed is me. I mean, yeah, the, pretty much you wouldn't need a color TV set because it's monochromatic landscape. <laughs> it's like the Ingmar Bergman films. It's sort of these struggles, complexity of life. But I just like mysteries themselves because they're puzzles. So yeah. you want to watch something that sparks your imagination and makes your brain work a little bit. Okay. Does your brain not work otherwise? No. No, it's dead the other time. It's just <laughs> automaton. I just like 
the continued challenge of whatever is on TV. I mean, that's why people watch game shows, because we have to think quickly to oh, get okay. to a solution. So to me, a mystery is a little bit longer process of challenging yourself to find the solution. So people love detective books. You know, they've loved detective sure. books for a long time. So I love reading mysteries, and I like watching mysteries on TV. So that's kind okay, of my go-to. Okay, so I just want to pick up on something you said about it's active, is what I'm getting from that. You're actively involved because you're solving a problem as you watch. Would you say that's fair? Yes, that's fair. Okay. Because I think that also goes to how you watch TV a little bit. How do I watch TV? (laughs) You're about to tell me. (laughs) If you're bored, you fast forward. And you'd never like to watch the introduction, the recap. I mean, I kind of get that. But I get a sense that you're very active. You want it to move along, kind of like you do with your life. Yeah, I don't like the long interludes. I don't mind some moody, cinegraphic filming. I don't mind a little bit of pause. But if it gets too slow, yeah. Especially there's some like subplots where there's a subplot with their neighbor or there's some red herring that's clearly irrelevant to the main case. And they're just filling time because they got eight episodes now instead of a two-hour film. Now they got to make this thing for Netflix and they got to stretch it out into eight hours. Then I might skip past some of the like personal stuff. But But for the most part, I watch the whole thing. But if I'm going to go to anything, it's definitely going to be mystery. Although I do like other things. We talked about how we are compatible when it comes to watching things that are creative. So the Glow Up show, the British Bitch yeah, show. Yeah, this is a, a funny thing. Okay, yeah. I, I can't like, believe I actually like I, that I, show. It's another category that I like is creative competition, like Project Runway. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, Chopped and some of those. But you and I watched the British Baking show. I right. think that's what it's called. And we like Glow Up. I think you might even like that better than me, which surprised me. The craft, the actual craft of it. Like these are sort of a throwback to that in a sense that you have a creative process, something I would never engage in myself. But I'm curious about how people do it. Even the fashion shows that I know nothing about fashion. I could care less about okay, how clothes but here's are made. Where, but watching it is yes, fascinating. And, and this is where you really use the fast forward because you like to get to the outcome. Yeah, I don't really care about the people that much. I mean, (laughs) I do like to see what they create, and some of the interlude is good, but mostly I just am fascinated by what they're able to create. And it's impressive that Mm -hmm. people can do these things. And so many people have so many interesting talents, things that elude me All right, all right. So this is the incompatibles, though. So where do we differ? Well, you like to watch short, funny things for 30 minutes, and I like to watch things that are complex and long, so I don't want to just sit there for 30 minutes and leave. If I'm going to engage in TV, I'm going to be there for an hour and a half. That drives you crazy, because now I've consumed an hour and a half or two hours of time in the middle of living room. in a depressing landscape. Okay, so... It's not depressing to me. (laughs) Why isn't it? Because it's a puzzle. No, 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 but you also like it to be set in a morose setting with people who are tortured. They're not tortured. They're just, oh my gosh, really? That's how you think of it? No, I think, you know, I don't have a lot of emotional depth, so I'm okay with people being fairly dour. I mean, if it's a Scandinavian show, that is great because that's who we are, right? We don't really talk about our emotions, so it's great. It's sort of a, that's why I like this Deadwind show. It's set in Finland, right? A bunch of dead bodies and people who don't talk very much. Perfect for me. It doesn't challenge you emotionally. It doesn't have to, you don't have to engage emotionally because you're a thinker more than a feeler. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'd say that's okay. fair. And for me, I think contra. I'm from a 100% Norwegian, but my ancestry. But we are a little weird because we're a highly emotional family. So yeah, you're the outlier. We are the outliers. But I think for me, growing up in rural Minnesota. A lot of monochromatic landscape, flat, cold, frozen winters, a lot of dark. I was drawn to color. I am still drawn to color, which is opposite of you. You Gray is great. Also, you're colorblind. Does that have anything to do with it? I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I'm drawn to color. I'm also drawn to cities because yeah. I, they fascinated me as a kid. Towns around me were like 200, population of 200. Okay, so a show about a woman who lives in this city that ends in 30 minutes. It doesn't have to end in 30 minutes. Mary I watched Moore. some, it's not just sitcoms. We didn't get down well, what all else to my like? list. I like feel-good shows like Ted Lasso, but who doesn't? I also like films that take me to a different culture, often a city like Midnight Diner is in Tokyo. You like that too. Sure. Atelier, which was a show that was only like one season and got canceled, but it was a really cool show set in Tokyo. It was about a little atelier made lingerie. Really interesting. I like only Murders in the Building. There's some crossover where we like the same thing. And some dramas, like Severance is very weird. Again, that takes me to a very different place. Yeah, that's about as different as it gets. (laughs) Yeah. And that I probably wouldn't have stuck with if it wasn't for our sons. You know, we just all kind of got into it. Hey, folks, would you like to help me buy Lori an anniversary present and support our show? Head over to IncompatiblesPodcast.com and click on the Donate button. After 40 years with me, you know she deserves a gift. So let's talk about how we negotiate because our differences over what we watch create incompatibilities in our schedule. Yeah. And you like to decide together what we're going to watch. And the reality is we don't watch a lot of things together. But if I start watching something, if I haven't cleared it with you at Show Central you know, scheduling, then you get kind of torqued off in me that I didn't ask you about something. Yeah, I do. I do. So, I mean, there are certain shows that you know I'm not going to like, just based on our general preferences. That's fine. You also watch TV. I don't know how you get in. It's like your books. You just get in a lot, whereas I am more selective. I will watch fewer shows. So how do you want me to actually bring this up? Because I'll be watching a show and you'll come down and you'll start stomping your feet that I didn't ask yeah, you about. Yeah, yeah. So Why if you, you start watching this, wait, wait, we wait, can wait. watch this and then you watch an episode. Yeah, this one sucks, whatever. I'm not going to watch it. And then you walk off. I want that opportunity. I'm an introvert. For, for starting I'm an something. introvert. I want to be invited and then be able to decline the invitation. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. But seriously, I mean, if it's a show you think I might like and you launch into it, and an example of that was The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. You watched that whole, I mean, I almost the whole, the whole series, and I loved that, and you didn't... I would not put you on that show. I would not think you would like that show. Well, I did. So you didn't think I'd like it. But I think there's shows that you probably might suspect that I would like, and you start them without letting me in on it. And then what happens? If I like it, I watch it at a different time, or I'm one behind you, and so we even have less time together. It's interesting that as an introvert, I'm the one taking care of the relationship. I don't see it as that at all. (laughs) 
No, no, no. <laughs> well, we do have a conflict over watching television, and fortunately we have more than one TV. I guess I'll just go upstairs and watch it. During sports season, football season, I'm going to be watching some games, so you've been pretty good about that. Oh, I don't mind that. And In fact, I kind of like having a game on. All I'm asking... Baron, is yeah. that if you think I might like a show, you let me know that you want to start it and give me an opportunity to watch the first episode with you and to judge if I want to watch it with you or not. So if it's a mystery show- Is that show, that hard? If, if it's a mystery show, can I presume that you do not want to watch it? Okay. See, this generally, is the yes. Generally, right. yes. See, this is the problem. Yes. There's this huge gray area in your if brain it's a British, where there's this massive landscape. If it's a British where, no, mystery. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. There's this massive landscape where you, you want to retain some sort of like bracket system <laughs> where if I tread over it even just a little, that you might in 5% be interested in that I should have talked clearly with you. I think if we know about cheating on your spouse with shows, you know about that thing, don't you? I don't do that. If I'm going to watch a TV show with you, I'm going to watch with you. I don't want to go ahead. That's okay. stupid. So okay, you're not going to do that. I care less about that. Okay, but you're still going to... I just want to not have to like clear things with you like I have to call up the flight control center Oh, to come make on, sure we're in a relationship. We have to clear things all the time. Yeah, but not to the extent that you like the TV shows cleared. Oh, so, okay. So, yes, so I would say that if it's a dour mystery set in a uh, you know, barren landscape, count me out. Excellent. Okay. If it is a mystery, like Only Murders in the Building with some comic elements, elements, if it's in a city. I also, and you may think I'm shallow for this, but I grew up with a big family in a small house. I like films that have luxury. I love old movies. I like elegance. I like worlds that I couldn't have as a child. So if there's wealth, like Only Murders in the Building, I like that apartment. I like hanging out in that apartment. All right, all right, here's a test case for you. So there's okay. a show set in New Zealand now called My Life is Murder, um, and it's a mystery show. It's a detective show. Okay. The protagonist is a retired female, Lucy Lawless, who plays the main character. Yeah. And her sidekick person is this super smart computer hacker who's her friend. Okay. And they solve mysteries together on cases that are dropped on their desk by the local cop who needs her help. So now there's some comedy elements to it. There's some relationship elements to it. But mostly it's just a clever mystery show set in a modern city. So it hits a lot of things for you. One, it's a female character lead. It's a modern city Mm -hmm. situation. There is some light humor in it, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's mostly just how she figures out the murder case, which is presented in the first five minutes of the show. So I watched a few episodes of that. Now... Based on your hey. current criteria, I should clear it with you. Now, is that something you're going to watch? And my answer to that is I'm pretty sure it's no at it, the end of the day. It's probably no. But you know what? A lot of these shows, most of these shows now have trailers. So that if you didn't want me to have to watch the whole show with you, you could tell me that you're interested in the show. I could watch the trailer and I'd probably know. All right. I think that actually is a pretty good solution. We hadn't solution thought of that. So thank you, I don't have to podcast. wait for you to park yourself on the couch and sit next to me. And I like have to schedule, get into my Google schedule and figure out what it wanted to drop Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So you want to watch a trailer. I could flip a trailer to you on my phone and you could watch it. And then you would be, you could give me the thumbs up or whatever. Then you wouldn't come down and give me the darts out of the <laughs> eyes because I've watched a show for five minutes that you might have oh, liked. Oh, yes. You're so innocent. 
husband. Thank you. So tortured and oppressed by your demanding wife. I wouldn't say tortured and oppressed. It's probably one <laughs> of the Oppressed. Two. Oppressed. Yeah. Yeah, the oppressed entertainer, entertainment czar. I do envy other couples who watch everything together, which is weird because I am an introvert. But I think, you know what? I think as an introvert, and you, we've had this argument too, I think one way I like to relate is to have a shared experience rather than just talking to each other. Right. I think it's that's less a positive. Intense. I think that's a tense. positive thing to have a shared experience. There's so much good TV now. You can have those experiences and you do need to find the shows you want to watch. However, if you're acting out of envy because you want to have somebody else's <laughs> relationship watching every show together and that's your ideal, I think that's probably a misstep because I don't think most people have that relationship. They're going to watch I some am- stuff together and they're going to watch some stuff separately. How to figure it out. Trailers is a good start, I guess. And knowing your partner, what they yeah. like. Yeah. And a sitcom I would probably ask you about because I one, I probably wouldn't watch it anyway. No, you like... And movies I would probably ask you about because you like movies and any kind of old movie I would ask you I about. I think we both can enjoy an old movie. And I like noirs, which is interesting. I mean, there's something about the cinematic quality of a noir, a, an old noir film, yeah. you know, with the dark shadows and yep. it's often in a city. That's interesting because most of those are mysteries and you yeah. somehow like that, but not a modern mystery. But see, I am not as active as a TV watcher as you. I kind of like sitting back and just giving myself over to the experience. So you watching a mystery, you're probably really working to sort it, figure it out. And I'm kind of doing that a little bit, but mostly I'm looking at the artistic quality of the show. I'm watching it unfold. I'm just kind of giving over to it. All right. So Magpie Murders, I'm watching that. Have you decided whether you want to continue to watch that or not? Because there's a new episode. Did we watch it together? We watched one episode together and I wasn't sure what your reaction was. I'm basing on it. Okay. Well, how about and or we know we want to watch together, right? No, it's too dark. You know, we wow, watched a few really? episodes. Wow, yeah. too dark, huh? Yeah, I think it's good. I, I much preferred the Lord of the Rings one because it was so visually stunning. I guess my, the artistic quality to me makes a big difference, and I tend to be... Yeah, I don't really much care about that. Yeah. I mean, I do like good production quality. Just, I mean, I appreciate it, but I don't need that. I mean, I could watch a black and white set, a small cast. I'm just more curious about the story mm-hmm. and the acting. All right, well... Looks like we got our work cut out for us to figure out what we're going to watch this long, cold <laughs> winter here in Minnesota. It was really cold this morning. We went out to see the yeah. uh, Sandhill Cranes migrating, and now that entertainment. And over. I have to thank you for that because I would never have gotten up at five o'clock on a like single-digit morning, temperature-wise to go out into the rural landscape to watch Sandhill Cranes, but I have to admit, it was beautiful, and it was a sunny morning, so that helped. Yeah. yeah. Well, we found a, a item of compatibility we didn't otherwise know about. So. Yeah, so sometimes when we tread into each other's territory, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Is your partner too sensitive? Or not sensitive enough. Enjoy our next episode on the incompatibles when empath meets concrete dense guy. 